0: Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back, J and J. Got my boy Julian here. What up?
1: What's going on, my guy? How you doing?
0: Good, good. Um, I just want to let y'all know we are not slacking. We would have had an episode out Friday, but uh, shit changes. Um, we had a whole episode about Deshaun Watson going to the Falcons and how we were looking at brighter days for football in Atlanta and the rug pull the Browns came out of nowhere and got Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed contract and yeah I know listen I know Julian's pissed I'm gonna just let him go off about that because he was really he was in my boy was in shambles for a bit but I know he's he recovered he's feeling a little better but give me give me your run it back for me that day when you saw Deshaun to Cleveland how were you feeling?
1: Bro, I mean, I mean, you know the back and forth me and Benner were going about, you know, reports and sources and you know, blah blah blah. Um, and um, I, I mean, the Falcons again, bro. This is what fucking pisses me off is that they always somehow blow everything. They blow leads in the Super Bowl. They blow freaking trades in the off season. Like, and they blow they blow leads in regular season games too. We should have won a couple games last year, but we just blew it at the end. But I mean, I don't know, bro. I, at the at first, um, you know, kind of the chatter was going on in the office that it, it's going to be official. You know, you see more and more reporters kind of saying Watson's coming to Atlanta. Um, it's going to happen. Blah blah blah. I know Justina Anderson was one of the first to say it. Um, that's actually quote unquote verified and, and you know a trustworthy <laughs> source. But um, you know, and then I don't know where Rappaport man, that's my guy. too. So he pissed me off that day, I wanted to block him and everything. Um, just you know, coming out with the with the. The curveball from left field, dude. I mean, talking about how guaranteed money's coming for Watson, Cleveland, blah blah blah. And then you know, Benner, you know, got the last laugh on me. Really, just kind of, he tried to make fun of me, but he also understood. He felt bad for me, um, just because you know my my attitude was great. Friday, it's Friday, the weekend starting. You know, I'm in a great mood. And then you know, once he said that out loud in the office, you could just. Have you seen those memes of people where they're like? The man has been frozen for forty-five minutes, and I was—that was me, dude. I was just literally staring at my screen, not—not um, not really, just not doing anything, just staring at a screen, and and just you know, out of it. I was shocked. I was shocked mm. that that came, um, and I, I don't know how I felt at the time. I really, I was—I was shocked, but also pissed, um, disappointed, um, but also not surprised in a way that the Falcons blew it. Um, So I I was really upset. I did not want to follow football. Um, I know you kind of wanted to hop on and talk about it that day. And I was just, no, I was not in the mood. I was just really just kind of, it gave me Super Bowl vibes again from the the day we lost to the year Pats Pats. just didn't want to talk to anybody. Um, You know, luckily Julie was was in the apartment with me. So she kind of was cheering me up. Other than that, like nobody really, I just wanted to isolate myself. And that's how I've been all weekend really. Uh, But now, you know, the days have gone and I really kind of accepted this. Um, but I mean, you, I guess you can't trade. You can't blame Watson for for getting two hundred and thirty million guaranteed in Cleveland, and, and they're a better football team than the Falcons. So I don't blame them Really, just skipping out on on a homecoming and going there. So um, I, I was pissed, but I understand. I guess the whole situation, and um, I don't know. I don't know the the whole the Falcons organization. Just do you blame them? Really? Can I wanted to ask you? Do you blame them for the entire Watson situation?
0: Um. No, I, I would love to know the numbers that Atlanta was throwing his way just to see the difference. Obviously, I mean, like there's no competing with a fully guaranteed contract, um, but I just want to see what was the difference with uh, guarantees. because I know I saw some reports that the reason the Panthers were out was because of the third and fourth year. They weren't willing to guarantee those like I'm not I, I'm pretty sure Atlanta was willing to guarantee the the full deal, but not not fully but you know how nfl nfl contracts are never fully guaranteed let's just you know that that is what it is it's just it looks nice let's say four years 160 like what Von miller got but it's pretty much a two-year deal with uh 40 million guaranteed so you know i'm I'm thinking he was going to get something like that along those lines like but the fact that cleveland was like they came back a second time we're like hey you know we're desperate we're fucked if we don't get you we'll give you a fully guaranteed contract I mean I know I I don't blame Atlanta I mean they they thought they were in the jar maybe the only the only reason you would blame them is maybe not striking quickly enough with the free agents that we're visiting maybe if Watson saw hey uh, Jarvis and Fournette signed it's like okay I know I know I got some dogs with me so I'm gonna go over there maybe that but Maybe again, the free agents were probably chilling to see what he was gonna do. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put the blame on Atlanta necessarily. Um, you know, there's not really anybody to blame. You know, Cleveland just came out of nowhere, Undertaker style, and they took, took him away from you guys. So
1: the thing is, though, that I'm very, very epi- upset about this organization. Is like, listen, we know Matt Ryan's age. We we know what you know. We know what he can still bring to the table. We know his prime is it's kind of out out of the window but really he's still a very trustworthy quarterback but like we're rebuilding how many times have i told you in the show that you know we're 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 not close to contending we need to move on from Matt Ryan like we need to just start all over now while we still have him kind of get some value out of him Um, But the Falcons were absolutely refused. They refused to kind of just, you know, go total rebuild mode. Arthur Blank wanted to continue to compete, even though we did not have the roster for it. And it's just upsetting. Like when you have a situation like Watson come in, I get it. It's at, at, you know, it's out of left field. You did not see it coming. He he contacted us to come home. But you still should have had a plan in place for Matt Ryan to get shipped. I think that's kind of one of the reasons why um, Watson didn't come either was because we still had to deal with the whole Matt Ryan saga where we still had to find a way to get rid of him as well. And I don't think the Falcons are really fully prepared for the entire situation itself, which I get. I, I give them some sort of, you know, excuse for that. But at the end of the day, you know Matt Ryan's not going to be there any time longer, especially with two years left in his contract. What the hell is this restructured shit that I heard about last time when we talked in, the, in this show? Like, you should have a plan in place to get – you know, to field trade offers really kind of just talk to Matt, like, Hey, look, listen, we're not competing. We, you deserve to be on a winning football team. Well, there is a possibility we're going to trade you. And he knows it. He's a professional. He ended this entire situation. Um, very mature. And I, and I respect Matt Ryan. I love Matt Ryan. I just, I wish him nothing but the best in Indy and we'll get to that trade right now. But you, the Falcons really fucking dropped the ball so hard on this entire situation, really just, you know, playing both sides, really not prepared, Um, you know, kind of giving Watson enough time to get another team to allow another team to come in like the browser did what they did, but also kind of pissing off Matt Ryan in a way where he's still mature and professional, but, you know, deep down, he's upset about the entire situation of being replaced because nobody likes to be replaced in in the NFL, really. So you're really just kind of slapping the, you know, slapping his face right there, telling him we like you, but we're going to get rid of you because we found somebody better than you. And Matt Ryan deserved to leave this team. We are just dysfunctional right now. I, I don't like it the way they prepare for the entire situation.
0: Yeah, but that's coming from your perspective. Like you're gonna be the harshest you are because that's your team. But if that was the case, then Deshaun shouldn't have gone to Cleveland either because they still have Baker Mayfield. Like it it, it's the same thing. Like I feel like they were trying to restructure Matt Ryan so you know they can have more cap to give to Deshaun. Like I said, I don't I saw the contract for the Browns, like they're only paying him one million this year. That kind of shows you they know he's gonna get suspended. I don't know. What Atlanta was doing but like with their contract talks but no I mean you I, I wouldn't say they they dropped the ball because there was no ball to be dropped it was they were in the driver's seat and you know you can't you can't plan for a team to come out of nowhere and say hey we're going to give you a fully guaranteed contract the first time that's ever happened in NFL history where it's a five-year deal upwards of 200 plus million dollars like that's never happened so no I don't I they would have dropped the ball off the Saints would have got him. If the Saints would have got him, then it's like okay, It was something with Atlanta, with Blank or Terry or whoever. But Cleveland came out and nobody was going to win. It could have been the Saints in the driver's seat. And you could sit here and say, well, they dropped the ball. It's like, how how can you really blame a team for dropping the ball when someone just came out of nowhere with that stupid contract? And it's stupid because we don't know what's going to happen with Watson. Like, I I feel like you guys were going to give him a fair deal, but you weren't going to give him anything close to that. That's why he went over there. So ultimately uh, you're going to be more critical on them because that's your team. And I could really get that. I'm the same way, but I'm looking at it from my perspective. uh, Nobody dropped the ball here. This was all, you know, Cleveland really knowing if they, if they didn't pull this trade off, when they heard that Watson was like, nah, I'm going a different direction. They're kind of fucked because they have no quarterback to really turn to. I don't know if Matt Ryan wanted to go to the Browns. Like, I don't know if, Jimmy G want to go to the Browns like you don't you never know what this type of stuff they knew it was Watson or nothing because we know Mayfield is gone whether they got Watson or not Mayfield was out of there so they weren't going to have a quarterback they want to compete now and they have the roster to compete now so they had to go all in and they did they got their guy in Atlanta I mean you know in the in the moment I was like damn I can't believe I get the oh, it's Super Bowl vibes kind of, but not really because they were Cleveland was already out of it. Like, officially, Deshaun said it's either Saints or Falcons, and then, you know.
1: That's my point, though, is, like, even in the Super Bowl, like, a lot of people counted the Patriots out. I mean, I know you may feel differently, but a lot of the people thought, oh, Patriots are done. This is it. The game's over, blah, blah, blah. This is kind of the same vibe. And I think the Falcons, the reason why I said they dropped the ball is because they allowed the Browns to have time to you know, come up with this contract and to offer with Watson because if the Falcons would have traded Matt Ryan before their bonus uh, deadline on Friday um, and they would have worked out a contract with Watson, everything would have been settled by Friday before the Browns even started calling Watson again for contract information. Watson would have not listened and then boom, all the dominoes would have fell where Watson comes to Atlanta, Matt Ryan goes somewhere else. We got it all done, figured out. Browns don't even get a chance to offer him that contract. But the fact mm-hmm. that we kind of allowed the Browns enough time to go out there and, and, and sneak in through the back door and, and offer Watson this ridiculous contract, I don't blame the Falcons for that. I, I really don't. Like you said, I mean, the Browns just came out of nowhere, offered him this ridiculous contract. So be it. It's fine. But, I mean, that's that entire offer shouldn't have been on the table if the Falcons took care of business beforehand.
0: Yeah, but it, it also – Depends on Matt Ryan too. Like Matt Ryan had a waive his no trade clause to go wherever. So you also had that to deal with. And I don't yeah, maybe the, the the only thing you can blame the Falcons for was just being too patient. They just waited too long. Like they were instead of um being persistent like the Browns were with him, they were just like, All right, we'll let him decide. And that was that was basically the only thing you can really get mad at because them doing that, yeah. The Browns came in. They reevaluated it. They said, "Hey, we'll just fuck it. We'll go all in. We'll get the guy we we wanted." And you know that that's the only thing I fault them for is being too patient and not doing what the Browns did. Was like, "Hey, let's talk again. Hey, we need to. You know, I want to give you this. Like, let's wrap this up so we can get this ball. You know, get this moving forward." But you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not mad at Atlanta for not getting them. You know, and nobody should. The Saints shouldn't be upset. The Panthers shouldn't be upset. Like the Browns, what a ridiculous. I don't know. It's just a crazy, like the development. Like I said, I fell asleep that day thinking, all right, well, I'm going to wake up because usually that's how it goes. I go to sleep when I come home from work and I look at my phone, I look at all these free agent news and I was like, all right, okay. And then I was thinking I'm going to see Deshaun to Atlanta. And, you know, I saw uh, Deshaun to Cleveland. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Wait a second. That's why I was, that's why I texted you that. Like, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, the only thing you can really blame Atlanta for was not doing what the Browns did and you know reach out to him once again to kind of get the shit wrapped up because it was wrapped up. You guys had them, but mm-hmm. um, you know they just like they I guess they wanted to respect them and not rush them because sometimes it just depends who you talk to. Some dudes are like, dude, like I fucking told you I'll make my decision when I make my decision, and you might rub them the wrong way or you know. In this case, they want Deshaun wanted that, and you know he got the reassurance from Cleveland and you know, the rest is history. So
1: I guess just Kyle Pitts was right when he said it was about to get scary in Atlanta.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is, they have like, like you said, they have the same agent Pitts and Watson. So I, uh, he, he had to have known he's coming like, this is a, this is a done deal. He's coming to Atlanta. It's going to get scary. Like he said, and Hey, I mean, money talks and that's a prime example of that. I mean, Two hundred thirty million. I don't. He's basically getting. I did the the math since he's only like getting a million this year. He's getting fifty seven, almost sixty million a year. After that, like that is disgusting. Yeah, yeah I, mean, like I mean, I don't I said, blame I don't, him don't, for.
1: Yeah, I don't blame him for the decision he made, and the Browns are, I guess, ridiculous for offering it. But I mean, it's just it, it fucking sucks, man. We had yeah. I, you know me, I, I, I wanted to move on from Matt Ryan and get a young quarterback, and what Watson's pretty much in his prime. Um, right now so I mean we could have had opportunity to to bank on this but I guess we're moving on to to Marcus fucking Mariota
0: no but look the, I I said this uh, this is a this is just like what the Patriots did bro we had Cam Newton, he was the bridge guy and then the year after we dropped to the quarterback we wanted mm-hmm. this was gonna that's, happen
1: that's the difference though is that like Mac Jones is to me, and you would agree. I'm sure you you probably be, be, beat me to this because you watch Patriot games more. Mac Jones is a pretty good quarterback. He has mm-hmm. a chance to be elite um, in this league, um, and he dropped to 15. What was it 15, 14th yeah. pick? Like, yeah, it's yeah, that's gonna be very rare in the next few drafts. Where like, you know, it could be this draft where Malik Wills could get drafted from us, and he turns out to be a stud. Can he pick it? Anyone else? Ritter, whoever. Um, we have the opportunity this season and the next season it's a very top heavy elite quarterback class with, with young and Stroud. Um, you're not going to find anybody that's like 15th range anymore. Really. It's very rare. The mm-hmm. Patriots were in a very lucky situation with, with Mac Jones because they had other quarterbacks ahead that people were really, more focused on the Mac Jones. And I think Mac Jones might be the best quarterback at this draft class um, from last season. So yeah. they just just found some luck there in a way, but I mean, they did their scouting and they found the right guy. Belichick did not, you know, trade up. He just waited for him to fall in his lap. And he, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, ve- it's a very rare situation where the Patriots were. In the mm-hmm. last season. So I don't well,
0: I'll, g- gonna... I'll give you this. The Atlanta's not, they're not scared to trade up. You saw how much they gave up for Julio. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be, above 10 Let, let's just keep it on this roster right now no matter what they do in the draft is not going to be anywhere in the discussion of you know playoffs and division titles and things like that so they're going to be 10 or lower you guys can give up a bunch of picks to go get re-young to so i like personally i like stroud more that's my number one qb next year obviously it depends on what they do in the college season but I like Stroud, and there's Van Dyke. I know there's more QBs in there. So you guys, realistically, you don't have to trade too much to go up to go get a guy. And you have to think, who's picking top of the class next year? Jaguars are not going to – I don't care how much money they spend. They're not winning the division. They're not They're not getting above five games. They're going to be a top three pick. The Giants the, – the teams you guys have to worry about is the Giants, the Eagles, depending on what happens with Hurts the Seahawks I'm trying to think Lions. of other teams Lions. more the Lions but I'm hearing Lions with Willis so I don't know if they pick him at 2 I mean I've been seeing a lot, I'm like locked into this draft right now and I'm seeing a, I don't know if it's smoke you know we've seen a lot of smoke screens maybe they want somebody to trade up to go get Willis but um you know I don't I, maybe the Lions will have their quarterback when they have two picks this year so they might get their quarterback at the end of the first who knows but you you guys don't really have to worry about too many teams competing with you guys. There's three or four Q QBs next year. You're not, it's not going to be too bad if you pick, you know, if you don't get young, there's still plenty of guys. I, like I said, I like Stroud the most, but I know you're a young guy. I think you can get him. I don't think you have to trade, you know, the sun and the moon to go trade up three, four or five spots in the top 10. So
1: well, I mean, let's just look at, at history. You know who who was the team the Rams traded for to go get Golf that one year?
0: Oh man! Uh,
1: because I believe the, the 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 Rams were like fourth, right, or something uh, like that.
0: You got? I gotta pull that up. Uh, maybe because
1: but... I mean, I'm just going based off of that. Like, I believe that will be the the, the base of to like. Of, of what we're going to start off with, to have even a conversation with whoever the number one pick is. I know it was with the Titans in 2016. Um, oh yeah. They traded, they traded uh, shoot. I'm trying to pull it up here. They, the, the, Rams, the Rams, they got traded
0: out. 15. Um. 76. Let me see. Hold on. So that it was basically, they acquired uh, six picks in the top 76 that year they gave up a lot of picks i mean i understand that but to get your guy i mean come on like i i don't i don't necessarily feel like you guys are gonna be picking around the same time you are this year like you're picking eight you'll probably be picking eight or nine next year
1: no i agree it all just depends on who the teams fall at top two because if, if if the giants are one no doubt they're not trading anything they yeah. they're gonna get Young or Stroud, one of the two. And then whoever's two, if it's the Panthers, if it's the Panthers have a very bad year with no quarterback, they're also going to go get Young or Stroud, whoever falls in their lap. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just concerned about those situations where the top two teams are teams that like are, are very quarterback needy um, and they're just going to have the guy that's there um, on their board or, you know, it's, it's the Jags or the Lions where they already have a young quarterback. Um, but like a panther, a team like the Panthers trades up like freaking seven hundred picks to go get the number two pick. And well, yeah, you up. just
0: you just have to hope that Jacksonville, Chicago, the Jets—they're just as bad as they are this year—and they just have the top three or four, and you can trade up to go get one of these guys. So
1: that—that's just—I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like I'm just very concerned that that is gonna happen, and that'll be great. But the Panthers. Or, or the Giants outbid us and they offer them like six of the next first round picks of their years. And obviously it's a, it's a big offer where these teams would definitely not turn down over our offers. So a lot of dominoes have to fall for us to get these. I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hoping it happens. Um, but you know, I guess I'm also ecstatic at, at the new era of the Falcons football. I love Matt Ryan, but at the time it was, it was time to move on. Julio was gone. Mohamed Sanu was gone. Um, you know, uh, the majority of this Falcons Super Bowl team is gone, except for, you know, Jerry, Jared, Jared. um, and a couple of the linemen like Jake Matthews. But um, yeah, I mean, it was just time to move on. Matt Ryan deserves to go out there and compete still, and we're, he's not going to get in Atlanta. So um, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm rooting for them deep down. I hope the Colts make some noise with him. Um, it, I was reading a tweet that, He's gonna be a little paranoid when he drops back, and there's not gonna be any interior alignment <laughs> on his freaking ankles because he actually has protection now.
0: Well, the, the, then let's transition to that trade. Matt Ryan goes to Indy. Kind of the writing was in the on the wall for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, got traded for a third. And hey, I mean we we said this in the last episode that didn't get put up. That, that those two made too much sense to go together. He has Pittman. He has a young star receiver. I'm pretty sure T.Y. Hilton will resign. And like I said, any free agent receiver that hasn't signed a contract yet should be going to Indianapolis. I mean, they have the defense. They have the offensive line. Matt Ryan's gonna have all the time in the world back there to throw the ball. Like, there's no like you said. This he's not gonna have three hundred pound dudes on his ankles, on his knees, on his rolling on his legs. Like. He's gonna have so much time because that defensive line is, I mean, that offensive line is one of the best in the league. So, yeah, I mean, Matt, another AFC quarterback, man. This fucking AFC is a meat grinder. Like, I, man, it's it's looking tough. And I said, Matt, you said it too. And I know you know more than I do. Matt Ryan, he just hasn't. He's been dealt a bad hand in Atlanta. They have not offered him any protection, really, to you know do anything since the Super Bowl. So. Now he has that chance in Indy, and you know this is the this is what I think Colts fans are, were expecting last year getting Wentz. Obviously, Wentz is way out of Matt Ryan's league, but I'm saying to get a quarterback of of this caliber and the team they have, they're going to be making a lot of noise this year for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I heard Julio. There's interest of Julio coming to Indy um, with him being a free agent. So there's, yeah. there's. I mean, I saw Darius Leonard tweet it earlier today. Um, you know, trying to recruit Julio. So there's this team's pretty nice. I, I like the Colts team. They have JT linemen. Like you said, um, the defense is still kind of there. So um, Matt Ryan can make noise. He just needs protection, like you said. And and I watched plenty of Falcons games to tell you, Matt Ryan did not have enough pressure or enough time in the pocket in our um, squad. And I think he was the most sack quarterback last season. So we have issues to to adjust. Um, and he didn't deserve what he got treated in Atlanta ever since the Super Bowl. So um, I wanted to ask you this, though, too. Um, what was I going to say? Like, what are your thoughts on really Matt Ryan? Like, Because I heard he didn't get an extension in Indy. I heard he's just going to play out these two years and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Do the Are the Colts on a window here? Do they need to win this season or next?
0: Hmm. No, not really. I mean, they have Buckner for a few more years. They have Leonard. He just signed last year, I think. Um, Kenny Moore, I think he's he's up next year or the year after. No, not really. I mean, they, they have a young core. Like, they don't really have to – this isn't the, really the window to – it's now or never. I mean, obviously, Matt Ryan's going to help, you know, move along that process of them winning. I mean, they they should have been – at least in the divisional round last year. They had the team. Just went went just really shit the bed. So um, you know, I I, I think they'll they'll have a pretty good window of winning. I think they'll they'll have like three or four years. Depending on health, man, you never know what this shit. Like we're talking about this now Leonard and Leonard katerra's ACL in training camp or preseason, and then it's a different story. So you know, NFL is just crazy that like that, but yeah, no, it's not. It's not now or never. This isn't the Rams last year. Like, if they didn't win, they would be in trouble. Like, no, this isn't that at all. Like, they'll be um, fine.
1: I was another thing I kind of wanted to address the criticism around Twitter and and the media. Like, I don't. I hate the fact that we're kind of getting trashed on this dead cap shit. Um, look, there's listen, no other
0: way to get around it. Exactly. I mean. <laughs> that's,
1: my my thing is like, we were still gonna have to pay Matt Ryan regardless, whether he's yep. on his team or not. Like, we were gonna owe him forty eight million this season. Um, but now we trimmed it down to forty as it a dead cap. Now he's playing for the Colts and we're paying forty for this. But the thing that I like and not a lot of people are talking about, he is off the books next offseason. Like we are mm-hmm. free from that contract. We just take the L this year. We we owe forty to the cap. But then after this next off, se- next off season, next offseason when we're in due for a new quarterback and stuff, that is forty million that is coming off our books. And boy oh boy, we get to start completely fresh. And I love it. Yes, we take the L this year. Like I've told you before. Let's just pay the man what we have to now get this contract off of our books. And it is going to come a year early. And I love it. I know this dead cap shit is, is what quote unquote the most in history in NFL 40.8 million, 40.8 million. But like we have to do what we have to do. Like you said, we had to pay him somehow and uh, we get this book money off the books next year. And I love it, man. I love it. We we got to yeah, start fresh.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's the thing too. We, we talked about it in that episode. You guys are going to have like 90 million in cap next year. Yes, sir. So, that's why I was saying Deshaun should have really considered Atlanta because you're gonna be playing home. You're gonna have, you're in the NFC. That's where you want to be right now. You're gonna have a weak division starting next year. I right? like I said, Brady's not playing next year, so it's really it really he really would have been terrorizing the NFC South for years to come. Now he's in the AFC North where you got Cle- you got Cincinnati. Baltimore, I'm sure they'll be back. It's not like they're going anywhere. Pittsburgh, they have that defense. So, I mean, hey, he's he's not going to be chilling in the AFC North. Like, this isn't, isn't, you know, the AFC North when we were kids growing up. Like, the AFC is not where you want to be right now. That's why I thought ultimately he was going to end up home because he's from there. And, you know, the situation looks bad now. But, hey, you got to think big picture. He's not winning the Super Bowl next year with the Browns. Stop it. Like, he's not. So that's why I, I'm thinking he would. I, I I was 100% like he's going to be a Falcon and hey, shit changes. But, yeah, I mean, the, the same thing with Matt Ryan. You can't get around that shit. You you know, you paid the contract. That's, the, that's what it's going to be. You guys aren't going to do anything this year. So what's the issue? Like, I, I don't understand why people are saying, the falcons are taking all these l's it's like i i guess you can look at it that way but i mean that they it's 40 million the biggest cap hit ever it looks scary it would be scary if they if you guys were a contender cuz then you literally couldn't do anything and you're just wasting another year like you guys are in rebuild mode there's no issue exactly. with that so
1: exactly i like it man like we we take the L now and i want to give terry his his flowers like the dude still signed some quality free agents so he's kind of building a team still with the cap hit like he's got hayward um he got cordero back which was huge Mm -hmm. Um, and we signed a couple of little pieces i know we got uh one of the edge rushers from i think chicago i don't remember his name but he's making moves regardless of this cap hit so you know i gotta give him his flowers he's he's still building a team around with what he has to deal with and now next year, watch out. We'll be more scary to play with, and we'll have all this cap, like you said. So, there's brighter days in and falcon and with the Falcons. It's just right now is a, a dark time, dark cloud over us. But really, we just got to move forward to the draft and, and see what we can do from there, and, and hopefully, we get something good out of this.
0: Yep. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see what you guys do in the draft. You guys yeah, are one of the now. you you guys are one of the biggest question marks I have, and I'm my mock is set. I'm ready to go, but. Obviously, we won't do that now, but yeah, you guys, the the amount of freedom you have now to just pick the best player, that that's honestly one of the best positions you want to be in. Just pick the best player available. Like, don't, oh, we need this, we need that. Like, you guys need a lot of things. Just get the best guy at eight, and then, you know, you build out what you need the rest of the draft, because you guys have some high picks in the rest of the round, so. Yeah,
1: we got and you got and, and you
0: got, and you got you got two third round picks now those third rounders a a lot of blue chip players that we know in the nfl are third fourth fifth round picks. so you know those you can't take those lightly either so you know i'm curious you guys do but terry he finally gets to do what he wanted to do and build the team the way he wants to build it and arthur blank isn't holding him by you know gunpoint like jerry jones is with uh the cowboys right now with the stephen jones so
1: we actually have uh we have a one first rounder, two second rounders. You can't remember the the Titans gave us a second rounder for a mm,
0: wheel. Okay. Uh, and then we have then two have third two rounders thirds. now. So yeah, I mean you guys are perfect, right now.
1: Yeah, man, I love it, man. So I'm like, really looking forward to the draft this year mm-hmm. with all the picks we have, and hopefully Terry does the you know does some good uh, scouting mm-hmm. and picks the right guy. Like you said, I love it. I love the position we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot <laughs> tell you who we're getting this year. It's tough, man. Even even up until the, <clears> before the draft. I still will probably not know who we're gonna get, and hopefully we get somebody good.
0: I'm just glad you guys finally ripped the bandaid off. You knew you yes, weren't gonna compete. Agreed. You're not treading water. You're gonna go all in next year. Next year's are all in. Yes, you'll sign is. basically what the Jaguars did, but hopefully better. You're not giving a you know a Christian Kirk type receiver that much money, but you know <laughs> you have all that cap. You have you're gonna have a top three projected quarterback next year like you'll be you're gonna be chilling from now on so you know I, I know that was your main concern with if you guys kept Matt Ryan you guys were gonna be you guys are gonna be competing because he's good Mariota now let, let's move on to that you guys sent him to a two-year deal I mean it's just gonna be like Cam with us you know he's the bridge guy for next year so he'll you know he'll win you a couple games here and there but I mean He's not going to move anything as far as where you guys are going to be picking next year. So you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, under, I mean, uh, no, go he's ahead. He's
1: also playing with Arthur Smith. So yeah, he's played with Arthur Smith. So he's got some experience with that system and you,
0: scheme. So you know also what I could see? To- Sorry, That's i back real quick. I just thought about it. What if you guys have four, four day two picks? I could honestly see you guys trading those back for next year. Like, oh, we'll trade you want to move up okay give us your second rounder for next year give us your third rounder for next year you use all the picks you have next year now you can go trade up and go get your guy I mean there's just so many ways that you could go about it you know you guys do have a lot of picks you guys could build a roster out with young pieces but you could also be offloading for next year to get ready for one of those quarterbacks
1: I love it man I love the idea and and I'm, I'm just hoping the Falcons play smart and do the right thing here and and figure out what they want to do have a plan in place this time guys let's have a fucking
0: plan in place <laughs> hey listen. it looks like it. it looks like you guys know what you want to do now so that's a Hopefully, good thing man
1: i'm hoping it because literally i think the entire organization from from terry down to arthur smith i think they were preparing for um a rebuild and i think arthur blank was just kind of bickering at their ear like listen guys i want to still compete i want to still compete i want to put seats in this in the in um i'll put fans in these seats and um, right now it's just not the time man like mm-hmm. we just take a step back before we move two steps forward so I don't know I'm love I like on Mariota I like the addition I'm not gonna lie I'm not hating it um, it's just stinks because like you said he, he's gonna win us a game or two and it's gonna affect their draft position but I'm, I'm really excited for the RPO we finally get to use it in, in Atlanta uh, because he's got wheels is oh, gonna be more you know more deadly now on the ground game so um, there's still brighter brighter days we just need to find some receivers other than Kyle Pitts but I do like Terrell and, and Hayward now as my two secondary corners and it's gonna mm-hmm. be exciting man I'm really excited for football next year with, with the Falcons I know we're gonna be asked but it's still gonna be excited to watch them
0: yeah and there's a lot of corners and receivers in this draft so you'll be fine Sure. Um, let's get to Adams we already talked about it before but we have to talk about it again Devontae Adams to the Raiders um, we knew he was gonna get traded I mean they weren't The the Packers and that and that relationship was done. All the reports came out. You know, they offered him the same money, but you know, that relationship was done. And I'ma say it again, bro. Rodgers is the biggest loser of free agency. I mean, you you can say what you want, like he got his money, but he's what is going on in Green Bay that wasn't gonna go on anywhere else that he was gonna go. Like, I he's literally not doing anything now. He's gonna be a middle of the road 10-9 win team. They're not going to win no Super Bowl anytime soon. I, I don't know what what you think. That's just me personally. Like him losing Adams, that was his whole offense. It was Adams or nothing. So now it's – I don't know if they're going to resign Valdez Scantling. I don't know if they're going to finally draft a first-round receiver. I, I don't know what their plan is. You want to talk about a team that doesn't know what they're doing? I mean, Green Bay, front and center, please, because they're – man – I have no idea what they're gonna do from here on out. But what are your thoughts?
1: I think the, I mean, Adams kind of coming up to Vegas is big. Like, yeah, you know, Daniels, I think, kind of, just based off his stint in Denver, I think he understands that, like, he needs talent in this roster. He can't just be that genius, quote unquote, that he was in New England. Like, he needs some talent around him to kind of boost what he's what he's preaching, on in his schemes. Derek Hart just came off one of his best seasons of his career. Hunter Renfro is no, no, like he's no scratch. He's a, he's a good stud. You got Darren Waller as another weapon. So this team all of a sudden has become pretty scary on offense. And um, honestly, they just need to improve the defense just a slightly, you know, slightly. And uh, this team could could definitely contend for the Super Bowl I mean, they, they got the pieces, they got Adams locked up for a long time. Um, All they need to do now, I heard the rumors that their next, their next step is to kind of extend cars contract. So um, there's brighter days in Vegas and, and, you know, i like this um in terms of the Packers side of it you're right Rodgers took a fat l here he knew apparently that this was going to happen regardless
0: don't matter <laughs> you, whether don't he knew matter, or not dude. yeah like, it's a big like, l.
1: You, i don't care how great you are as a quarterback like you you need to have talent around you as receiving core um i don't care how great you can make lazard scantling a cob look like you need a you need a go to guy. You need when you need a mm-hmm. when you need a first down. You need to rely on like receiver. I don't care you know if you're Aaron Rodgers, Payne Manning, or Josh Rosen. Like you need to find a receiver out there who can get you a first down. And um, he lost that in, in Adams, and I don't think he understands that. And I think he will realize that uh, once the season starts, is that like he can make all these spectacular plays, but at the end of the day, if you need a first down, you can always rely on Adams, and he's not going to anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean. What did we say, bro? I mean, we've been saying this for how long? AFC West. They're just trying to keep up with each other. The Raiders, I mean, that they gave Max Crosby a pass rushing brother and Chandler Jones. Um, they're in the cornerback market with Gilmore. I mean, it's just yeah, it's crazy in Vegas. Brighter days are coming, obviously. And yeah, I mean, the only two receivers they have under contract is uh Lazard and um uh, Cobb in Green Bay going back to that real quick so i unless they're going all in in this wide receiver draft i don't see what they're i, I don't know what they're gonna do like i they're picking 22 now they have 22 and 28 so or 20 yeah, i think 28 but yeah I, I don't know what they do from here and like i said whether you know or not you still took an l rogers and um he should he really should have considered leaving i mean i i don't I understand you You know loyalty in the game you want to be loyal to that maybe he thought it was gonna work out but he says he knows who knows how true that is I don't know how much to take uh, Roger's word nowadays but um
1: what do you do though like what do you do with Jordan Love like you still have that yeah, you this is August. uh man what are you I've, doing dude like I you don't trade know him for something like what is the even the value for him because Matt Ryan got just traded for a third round pick like is that the start? Like, is, is Jordan Love going to be traded for a third, second, maybe less, just because we don't – there's a big question. Probably less. Line. Like, it's just – I don't know, dude. The Packers organization, they're very indecisive, and it's kind of haunting them right now. And um, like you said, they have, they have low-end first-rounders, second-rounders, but, like, at some point, if you want one of these elite receivers that's coming off the board this year, like a – like a, like a Wilson or somebody, like you need to go out there and get him and trade up these picks for a reliable receiver. Yeah. But I don't know. Like they have a lot of needs. They lost Darius Smith, with, in my opinion, was huge. Like they need an edge rusher now again. Um, so they, they need to find pieces to replace. And um, the Packers really, they regressed this season. It's very odd that, you know, Rogers has committed to them and, and they've just regressed since.
0: Well, I don't. I think uh, Rashawn Gary will fill that role in. He really he's really developed. He's, I like how he stepped up since being drafted by them. So maybe they'll have to get just a third. How they had that third rotation, they just need to get a third guy. But um, yeah, I they need to do something. They have two picks. Maybe they'll go trade up to where New Orleans is or the L.A. Chargers are at. I don't know. They got to do something to move up to get these guys. Because I'm telling you, at 22 no more receivers are going to be there the top guys they're not going to be there past i would say 18 or 17 they're done so they have to be aggressive if they want to get one of these guys and um, yeah i mean listen the packers front office has been a joke i mean what the way they've been trying to help rodgers let's draft a first round quarterback if you to me i would have more respect for the packers if they were like you know what rodgers like we have our guy we drafted love for a reason and, you know, see it. I don't know if they see love as a future starter and they just want him to sit behind Rodgers for years and, you know, figure it out after that, but they really should have took a receiver that draft. I mean, they had T Higgins on the board. There's a lot of receivers on that board when they picked love. So, I mean, so yeah, it's so stupid. And now they're, they're really looking at a third Third place, not even a third. They're looking at one of the the five, the three seeds in, in the wild card right now. Even then, because the NFC is so weak right now, so yeah, they could still sneak in the playoffs. But I don't see the uh, why Rogers committed to them for four years. I mean, yeah, you could have got that contract somewhere else. Imagine if he was with the Colts, he would be fine with Indianapolis. Obviously, Denver being the top option. I don't know why he he just uh pulled the plug on that. Maybe because uh, his ex fiance lives here, but. I, I don't, I don't understand what he's doing and what the Packers are doing moving forward. And yeah, uh, just a, a big question mark, yeah. but shout out to the Raiders for getting their guy, the two college quarterbacks, uh, you know, rekindling that relationship and yeah, man, it's, it's like scary in Vegas, man. Uh, I mean,
1: uh, you're
0: right. I mean, Adams is just like cup. You can put him wherever you want and you're going to get a touchdown. You're going to get big chunks of yards and McDaniels, he'll know how to use them. I mean, he has his Edelman type of dude and Renfro and I'm not saying that's all he's good for, but Renfro and Adams are going to be in the slot a lot with McDaniels and how he runs the scheme. But this is his first legitimate number one receiver that he's had ever, ever in, in New England. He hasn't had a dude like this in Denver. He didn't have a dude like this. And when he was with the St. Louis Rams, he didn't have a dude like this. So I'm curious to see how he he's going to use all three of those guys cuz you got to give all three of them their touches. And don't forget Jacobs cuz I know he's going McDaniels is going to use Jacobs out of the backfield as well. So um Absolutely. No, man the, the Raiders, yeah. I mean, you think about it, we talked about it. The Chiefs are kind of n- number 4 right now if you're talking about what teams are you know, moving up in the ranks and we you said it and I agree. Uh, you can't win some Lombardi's in March. Obviously, it's a good start, but you know the Chiefs—they're losing a lot more pieces than they're adding. They added Juju Smith-Schuster. Is that exactly. really your? That's what you're going to hang your hat on? Like this is our move that's going to help us get to the Super Bowl next year? Like you lost yeah, your various Ward. You're not going to resign Honey Badger. What's the move for the Chiefs?
1: I'm I'm glad you brought that up, and you've said this in previous episodes of Benner, and I'll race. I'll say it again. This this Adams deal really just opened Tyreek Kill's eyes. If, I mean, mm, Tyreek Hill, just—I mm-hmm. mean—looking at the contract you mentioned with the Jaguars giving Christian Kirk, like he's probably like, "You're giving this bum that much money? <laughs> Hell no! Like I deserve a lot more than this." And you're giving Adams how much? I think I'm just as good as Adams too. So yeah. Tyreek Kill's going to be asking for such a hefty contract soon, and the Chiefs are probably going to move on from him, and they're gonna, that's going to be another big piece they're losing. So yep. the Chiefs. Yeah, so you, I, I believe their their window is slowly dying out.
0: That's how it is, And I'm telling you, I'm, I remember when all those, a lot of our friends were tweeting that shit out, like, "Oh, the Chiefs, are, how many Super Bowls are they going to win in this 10 year contract extension?" Like, like probably one or two, bro. Like, that's not how the NFL is. Like, you have to understand injuries, free agency, drafting, all that plays into into a factor of whether you win a championship that year or not, and. If you ask me personally, that's not even a decision. Tyreek or Kelsey, give me Kelsey all day. Like Ty Tyreek, you could get another Tyreek in the draft. That sounds that sounds probably fucked up to some people, but it is what it is. Receivers, corners, and edge rushers are the positions you could just get off the street or in the draft like that. If you do if you have a good scouting room and you know what you're doing, you can replace a top guy, not easily, but you know, fairly similar. It'll be a kind of a smooth transition, but come on, bro. Like that, this is just ridiculous. What these guys are getting, yeah. Tyreek's gone basically after the after next year. I think he's up after next year. So, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, they
1: just they might as well just lock Kelsey up. Now hey, up he'll probably Tyreek be a future Falcon, bro. You never know honestly dude hey i
0: mean <laughs> hey if, if him and stroud are young ooh, dude, that'd be nice hey don't get me excited dude. Don't get me excited
1: right
0: <laughs> and arthur smith he's kind of that like you said that rpo so he'll find a way to use hill if he has patterson in the fold hill and patterson oh man with Pitts? Ooh, i mean hey you never know all that money next year who knows who gets them but yep. um I, yeah i mean this is then i'm told this is the craziest offseason ever bro there's nothing like it Nothing has ever matched this offseason ever, ever. I don't. I, and I could say that confidently, even looking back then, like in the 90s or the 80s, like nothing's con- going to compare to all the movement, all the all quarterbacks. quarterbacks yeah. yeah, like nothing like this ever. I think the 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 closest offseason I can think is when j- this was like earthquake, er- like an earthquake. I remember when this shit hit the headlines, fucking Jimmy Graham getting traded to the Seahawks. You remember that? Yeah, like people were lost their fucking shit when that happened and the seahawks didn't do shit after that so it's like you know it, i i can't really remember a time where it's like all this quarterback movement all these players signing elsewhere you know just a crazy ass offseason but uh i don't know if you have anything else to say i know you're 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 feeling a little better than we recorded uh, or after we recorded that day but uh i don't know you got any closing thoughts
1: no, I mean, look, listen, this is an exciting offseason. We brought this up. I will I will kind of recycle from this uh, debate, small debate we had. Uh, MLB offseason or free agency is better than M- NFL. I Actually, you're right. I mean, NFL, it's just I, I, maybe they heard me say something because it's been a wild one. Like you said, it's been the craziest offseason ever in the NFL, and um, a lot of quarterbacks are still moving, and there's still a lot more or a couple more still to be moved. Baker, where the hell is he going? Um, and then it's another question. Where's Jimmy G going now? You know, with the Colts getting their guy and, you know, there was reports Jimmy G might end up down here. You know, Arthur Smith said, hell no, we're just going to go in Mariota. So that takes us off of the quarterback sweepstakes. So really who's out there that can still go get Jimmy G are, is it the Panthers? Like, are the Panthers going to want to go get somebody like still like obviously the, the saints just got Jameis. They locked him for two years. So yep. where the hell is Jimmy G going we don't know. Where is Baker going? We don't know. I mean, Seattle's just one team that I can think of that still wants a quarterback. But other than that, like, who who out there wants I, a quarterback?
0: I think Jimmy G stays. I think Baker is going to go to the Panthers. Um, I, I just saw that report, too. Um, his camp, Mayfield's camp, has been in talks with uh, Seattle and Carolina. And I think Carolina would be the one willing to give up more than Seattle would. Because I think Carolina sees himself as a playoff team. I really do, and obviously Matt Rule, he knows if he doesn't do anything this year, he's gone. So, you know, he's gonna he's gonna want to play for a playoff spot so he can get an extension or at least keep his job for another year. So, um, Seattle knows they're rebuilding, so they they kind of know what the, where they're at, and I think Baker, Carolina, Jimmy G, San Fran, nobody's gonna trade for Jimmy G.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's just I mean, he's just kind of got left in the dust. Yeah, I am. I am shocked. I mean, he was kind of the the quarter, the hot quarterback to be traded, um, especially with the playoff performance he gave out there, really winning games, not not his stats, but winning games for the Niners. um, And now really just just left in the back. and, And a lot of these teams just moved on from him, which is nuts. Uh, so the Niners are kind of in a little a little scuffle. They have a good problem, I guess, to have. They have two quarterbacks. So.
0: I don't think so. They they really pissed me off with how they handled this offseason. I mean, this is just a – you want to talk about a team that dropped the ball? San Fran, you guys were a possession away from potentially going to the Super Bowl, playing in overtime in the NFC Championship game. You guys have come out and said Lance is not ready. You know Jimmy G is not the answer. So what the fuck are you not doing getting into in a Deshaun Watson trade in a Russell Wilson trade, which that probably wouldn't have happened. But in an Aaron Rodgers trade in a any any trade, they really this team really fucked up to me big time. And Jimmy G is Jimmy G, bro. At the end of the day, like he he'll he won't lose you games per se. He's a game manager. But when you have to put all your faith into him, we've seen it time and time again he will throw you that pick when you need that pick and San Fran I, I just really think they dropped the ball they if they know Lance isn't ready you have to go all in and in one of these other quarterbacks and to me it's a joke that they didn't do that so yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know maybe they get Mayfield I don't fucking know who knows but <laughs> but we'll just leave it there I, and honestly I do want to say one thing because we I, I don't want to I don't want you to think I left it out on purpose, but uh, I did have a Patriots rant at the end of last episode and I'm willing to have it again, bro. I honestly, I'm, I'm fucking sick of this shit. We need receivers. We need corners and we're not doing shit about it. And yeah, yeah. We resigned Trent Brown. I understand that, but um, we lost three. Uh, we We lost two of our best offensive linemen for nothing. I don't care what anybody says. Shaq Mason should not be a fifth round pick. (laughs) Um, That's got to be collusion, uh,
1: bro. There's got to be some
0: collusion. Something. something. I mean, Hey, we gave Gronk to them for a fourth. How the hell are you going to say Gronk is is more with
1: the fucking
0: Yeah. It's like, why, why are, is, are you basically saying Gronk is more valued than Shaq Mason? Shaq Mason's the top five guard in the league. They didn't get nothing for him, which is a joke. And uh, Belichick really needs to just get his head out of his ass. And you could sit here and tell me, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Look what he's done these past 20 years. And I, I've, I've gotten that. I, I've been, listen, I've been on Instagram comments with a lot of these Patriots fans page. And the people are like, oh, hop off the bandwagon. then if you don't fuck with it, it's like, bro, you, you can't gatekeep how you feel about a team. Like fans are going to feel the way they feel. And, and what Belichick in this front office has been doing it. It's, it's nothing that you can defend. I can't defend him anymore. I, I try to. Oh, you know, we're, we're doing. He spent all this money last year. And honestly, like Aguilar, he's a he's a dead uh, roster spot. Like, no, they don't like Aguilar. There's a bunch of reports that they don't <laughs> like Aguilar, but they paid him that money. So that that's the bed that they have to lie in. And I know next year and I that that's how I'm trying to look at it on the positive side. We have basically around the same amount of cap as you guys are going to have next year, but it's like, bro, we can't keep fucking throwing Mac Jones years away. He's on a rookie deal. What the fuck are we doing? Like we need to fucking go all in. We, we made the wild card last year. I was happy about it. I thought they were going to do more. They obviously didn't, but that's like, you, you can't keep throwing these years away. Mac Jones is probably going to be running for his life next year. Cause they're going to have a whole new offensive line. So yeah, Isaiah Win, the left tackle, he's not good either. I'm just going to be real. So we don't have a receiver. We didn't want to pay Allen Robinson, which it wasn't even that much money looking at that contract. I don't, we, I don't know why we're not making an offer to Odell. I mean, we're showing interest, whatever the fuck that means. We, we've shown interest in a lot of guys and we don't sign them. We could have <laughs> traded Lyle Collins. We could have traded for him for maybe a day two pick. Instead, he's going to Cincinnati with that new fucking super offensive line they have. So, yeah, I mean, Belichick, look, I, I love him. I respect him for all he's done. But since the post Brady, it's kind of rough to defend him. I'm, I'm slowly like, you know, I can't defend this man anymore. And I know a lot of people are probably hearing this like you're overreacting this and that. I, I don't think so, because look at the whole AFC. I just said they're a meat grinder. Everybody's getting better and we're staying the same. If not worse, so yeah, we're we're becoming the Atlanta Falcons of the AFC because we're just trying to compete, but not really. So I I don't know what what's the plan moving forward, but I hope they, I want them to take a receiver, but I know who they're gonna take. I already know it's. I see it. I this is. I've been in this regime too long. I know what Belichick's gonna do. Nobody's gonna agree with me. And watch when it happens. But we'll leave it then. I'm ready to do this mock. Let's go, baby. I'm happy for you, bro. I know they're going to be trashed. Don't worry, you guys are going to get your quarterback and that's that.
1: Yeah, I mean like I'm excited. I know it it's a sad day like I said earlier. Uh we got rid of 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 our of our legendary quarterback, our best quarterback in franchise history, but it it's it was time to turn the page over and start fresh and there's a yep. lot of young young quarterbacks out there that I'm I'm licking my chops over. So Uh, well we'll see it's a new era starting tomorrow i guess and and i'm excited for this mock draft now too especially because there's there's a lot of ways we can go about it with
0: with this yep and just to close it out uh breaking news uh jameson crowder signs a one-year deal with the bills all right that's it nice
1: Nice. (laughs) this team is getting loaded
0: all right y'all we'll leave it there make sure to leave a five-star rating follow our social medias we'll catch you in the next one peace
1: peace